This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast. We said we'll be with you after each and every Yankee and Met postseason game. And here we are after the first game of the postseason. And it can happen quickly. Things can turn very ugly. Things can really get extremely, extremely tough very quickly in the postseason, especially when you're playing a best of three. And now the Mets, who had a magical regular season, who won a over 100 games on the season. I mean, think about it. The Mets won 101 games, but they are now one game away from a very long winter. It would then be a very tough winter for Buck Showalter. It would be a very tough, tough winter for the owner. It would be a very tough winter for Met fans. One game away from a total collapse. This team, which was in first place for 175 days, which led really from start to finish when it needed to go down to Atlanta with their pitching set up perfectly to win one game, to then have an express maybe to the World Series. They couldn't get it done. They were beaten and beaten soundly by the Braves all three games as they couldn't keep the Braves in the ballpark. And now after one night, they get another nemesis. They've never beaten you, Darvish, and now they can say they've never beaten you, Darvish, again. He is now 6-0 and as he dominated them this evening. And now the Mets have one thing standing between them and really a complete meltdown, a total collapse, and that is Jacob DeGrom. And Jacob DeGrom in a matchup against a very talented pitcher who has finally found himself again in play now. DeGrom's struggling right now. Snell's not. In his last 41 innings, Snell's given up 25 hits, had 55 strikeouts, has a whip under one, and has a 1.76 ERA, and he is extremely confident he's going to be a tough out. DeGrom has to find it in a game they must have, and there's no way that DeGrom can't go in game two. You were hoping you could maybe think about the next series and win this in two games and hope things would change dramatically if Scherzer won game one. He didn't. He got pounded, and pounded is the word. Scherzer had probably the worst postseason performance he's ever had, gave up four home runs, and while the Padres are hitting home runs in inning one, in inning two, and two in inning five, the Mets can't do anything with first and third, one out in the first inning. Can't do anything with a runner on third and one out in the second inning. Can't get that hit that they got so often early in the season, but they haven't been able to do it in September. They haven't been able to hit with runners in scoring position. They haven't been able to get the big hit. And as I've told you, they are not a potent offense unless Alonzo hits, and he didn't tonight. Marte came back, gutty. We didn't think he was going to come back. We had heard that he probably wouldn't come back. He came back, got a couple of hits. He did a nice job. 
He'll probably be in the two hole tomorrow night. Alvarez will be in the lineup, but that's a lot to ask Alvarez against a very smart pitcher in snow. But this is now about this Mets season, and this is about having a magical regular season and watching it just completely dissolve in front of your eyes. There is an enormous amount of pressure on the Mets tomorrow night, an enormous amount of pressure on their manager, and an enormous amount of pressure on their star pitcher. We all said the same thing week after week, month after month. The Mets are built for the postseason. Scherzer, DeGrom, Diaz, and what has happened. Scherzer has fallen apart. DeGrom has been bad his last three starts, and now he's all that stands between the Mets and a long, cold, bleak winter. They are one game away from losing to an 89-win team as a 101-win team that couldn't find one victory in Atlanta and might not even be able to find one victory in their own building. The Mets have had incredible collapses in their history. We can go recount them. The days of Wright and Reyes. The days of Willie Randolph. We know what happened then. We can recount all the times. And this was different. This was no longer the same old Mets, but they are one game away from being the same old Mets. Now, they can still turn this around and win this series and maybe go on and have a nice run in the postseason. But you know what? They right now have to step out of having one foot in the grave already. And that's where they are this evening. There's not a lot of time in these short series. There's not a lot of margin for error in these short series. And they gave it away tonight as they couldn't do anything against Hugh Darvish and their star pitcher who was brought in here to win this game. Spit the bit. Do I think Scherz is 100%? I do not. I've said that to you for weeks. I think he's hurt. Am I trying to give him an excuse? No. Am I trying to give him a way out? No. He wouldn't take one. I wouldn't give him one. The bottom line is he hasn't done his job. He didn't do his job in Atlanta, and he sure didn't do his job tonight as he gave up home runs to Bell and Grisham and to Profer, a three-run homer that completely just knocked the stadium for a loop and then won the Machado a bullet that just was the icing on the cake. 7-1. In a game the Mets have dreamt about. 7-1. And listen, the Mets have loved as Mets fans and from an organizational standpoint to thump their chest about the ground. But they have to spend tonight wondering the same thing all of baseball is wondering. Will we see the real DeGrom tomorrow night or these last three starts an indication that he's not right and that he can't find the control he needs to get the job done? And maybe he can't keep the Padres in the ballpark. Scherzer couldn't. He couldn't keep the Braves in the ballpark and he keep the Padres in the ballpark. 
The Padres came in here hearing about how the Mets were thinking about the next round. The Padres came in here knowing they had to play a 101-win team and face some big pitchers. They didn't say anything. They went about their business. And their business was as good as it can be in game one. They did everything right. The Mets did everything wrong. This is what October baseball is all about. You, in any time, in any lane series, can't lose two in a row. But in the best of three, two in a row sends you home. And the Mets are on the brink. On the brink of a long, cold winter. On the brink of a total collapse. And this will be such a bitter pill for their very wealthy owner to deal with. And this will be such a bitter pill for Buck Showalter, who has had so much trouble in the postseason and who had a wonderful regular season. But he didn't have a good series in Atlanta, and now his team is really a team that has gotten away from him. He had this team in the palm of his hand. He had everything under control every day for almost 162 games. Every button he pushed was right. Every motion he made was right. Every move he made was right. But that has all come apart now. And when you're going bad in baseball, there's nothing worse. And the Mets right now are a team that looks beaten, let's be honest. But momentum in baseball is always tomorrow's starting pitcher. And tomorrow they send a pitcher to the mound who has time and time again been the most dominant pitcher in baseball and one of the most dominant pitchers we've ever seen. When everything is on the line, can he be that tomorrow? You know, through all the years and all the big Octobers, I always talked about the Yankees in a big spot when they were up against it. They had to go to the A game, I used to call it. And that would mean that day's starting pitcher, and especially it fell so many game twos on Andy Pettit. And I used to say tonight, it's very simple. It's a very simple equation. It's the A game and nothing else, which means the starter to the closer. And that's the game the Mets have to play tomorrow night. The starter to the closer. DeGrom to Diaz. The Mets need the classic A game that we saw out of the Yankees so many times. Their closers begging for a chance to prove he's as good as he has been all year. He never got that chance in September. Will he get that chance in October? The Mets are on the brink of a really colossal meltdown. A complete and utter collapse. And their very magical starting pitcher, who has looked extremely vulnerable of late, stands between them and extinction. Simple as that. 
We can talk about batting order. You can talk about all everything else. It's as simple as that. This is got to be DeGrom to Diaz and nothing else. Case closed. Seven and two. Case closed. And if it's not, it's going to be a very, very long, cold winter. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan. And you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts.